The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. All right, dude. What are we, one in five now these days? Going up against Carolina? Like, look, man, I'm, I, I, I know I say this every week, but as you lose more and more, yeah. It, you get less excited by the time Friday comes. Now, by Sunday morning, I'll be very excited and I'll be psyched. But um, Are you? No, nah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, I don't, Chris. I don't, I don't feel it. I no, no, dude. I don't even know what, I don't even know what to say. Um, no, but the Amazon guy's here. Nice. <laughs> uh, uh- Unbelievable, right? <laughs> That's awesome. UPS pulled up. Go ahead. There it is. I'll try to mute as much as I no, can. Don't worry about it, dude. It's, it's awesome. My dog's been barking soon. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just trying to like trying to see what I want to what I want to focus on Sunday, right? It's going to be younger guys. It's going to be how do they react to jo- to to last week and you know accusations and and thoughts of quitting and how's Judge going to react? I guess that's the storyline I'm going to go with. Like, I, I just want to see what kind of unfolds Sunday because, like you said last episode, this is what you call a shrapnel game. That if they lose this one, there's going to be collateral damage in that organization, man. Or lose it ugly, I should say. I want to get your feeling on something, man. Um, a lot of, fr- you know, the cliches were flying as usual this week. And now Judge comes out and he says, you know, it's, it all starts with me and ends with me. The fish head and, you know, dead from the neck down, whatever the hell he said yesterday. Thinks from the head down. Thinks from the head down. It's all my responsibility, which was good. I mean, that's what. You know, Judge should be saying that, but we all know that, right? He's been saying that for weeks. You know, it's, this is on me. We got to get better and all that. And then Logan Ryan comes out yesterday, and he talks about, you know, I got to stop being a safety more instead of a speech guy. I don't know if you caught that. So um, I thought that was kind of interesting because I think people are fed up. Like, even even with Logan, like, all right, enough with the speeches. Enough with We got to do this. We got to do that. Yeah, hit the bottom line is this, and he was right, Logan. Yeah, you got to be a better safety. We need better play, guys. We, we nobody, the fan base doesn't want to hear about cliches after a loss on Sunday or the following week when they do all the presses. Right. There's too much of cliches around Jerry. You know, players are we doing it? But here's an interesting Jerry that, as you saw, develop during the week. Mm-hmm. We'll go back to last Sunday. You text me. I asked you, Jerry, did they dog in that play? You text mm-hmm. me, Chris. It looked like they didn't they didn't give an effort. Right? Yeah. yeah. I asked Judge after the game because I could sense we, we went over this Monday, but I was gonna go over because it's gonna get into what happened this week. Okay. Yeah. So Judge has fire in his eyes. I could tell something was going on. That's why I asked him about the effort. And he mm-hmm. said, I want to look at the film. He was pissed. Yeah. Because I kind of sense he thought some guys won't give it an all out all out effort in that second half, especially in that one Cooper Cup play, right? Yep. Yep. So this week, a couple of guys asked Jerome Henderson 
the secondary coach, defensive backs coach, hey, coach, you know, yeah, you know, what do you think about that one play with Bradbury and this and that? And, and he kind of gave the answer like, well, I guess we'll never know, you know, what kind of, if we could have got to. He kind of gave the answer of, yeah, he wasn't crazy about the effort. So I guess I was on, Jerry, you were on when you text me. Yeah, Chris looked like they didn't give the effort that one. I was on with the question. That's why I asked Joe that. And then it kind of caught some steam, right? Throwing a wig, like, oh shit. Not, not that I'm saying I opened the door, but people no, like right. saw it. People no, saw but it. I, yeah, a lot of people you talking know? about it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people talking about it, right? So that is a bad sign. Yep. That's a bit that that was like a jackrabbit moment. Not as bad as a jackrabbit moment from years ago when he kind of folded it up. Remember that one play against the, I think it was the 49ers or whatever it was. Oh, Dad, go past me. Right. Olay. It was like a jackrabbit type moment. Not as bad as Jackrabbit. That was ridiculous back in the day with Jack Rob, but yeah. it, the effort wasn't there. And I, you know, I, I, you know, you could tell the coaches were not happy, Jerry, at all. Uh, right. So we'll see how they respond to that. As far as will it be a change? Now I'm curious about some, I, I'm curious about the lineup Sunday, Jerry, because what happens is when you could ask coaches or a head coach, Hey, did you give an effort in that? Do you think he, and they're going to say, well, I want to look at the film. And I think we'll, <clears throat> so how do you answer that? Is that somebody sits down for a quarter? Right. Or oh, there's a lineup change, period. Yeah. Another interesting development this week. Wednesday at the facility, Jabril Peppers comes out. We asked Jabril questions and he just gives his one word quick answers like he yeah. just did not want to be there. Yeah. Um, he's pissed off. I think he's pissed off at the media. He's pissed off at the coaching staff. He's pissed off maybe even at himself a little bit. Um, where... You could tell, Jerry, uh, he doesn't like the way he's being used. Um, he does not like what's going on. Now, I say to that, well, Jabrell, you haven't played well either. You right. Know? So, is something I could see him being moved before this trading deadline, Jerry. The concerning part about that is last year we were like, this is a guy that Judge is going to build around. Like when, look, I hate to always go back to him, but when Parcells in year two figured out, you know, how to coach and doing it his way. You know, it was LT, Carson, Martin, Banks, Burt. It was Sims. It was those guys. He's like, all right, these are going to be my guys. I'm going to be hard on you, but you're my guys. And, you know, it goes down from there. Like, you're, they're almost like lieutenants. I felt like Jabril Peppers. I felt like Logan Ryan. I felt like, call me crazy, dude. I felt like Evan Ingram could have been those guys if he had taken the next step on the field because it seems like he liked them. So, no, he loves I, it, yeah. right, as a, as a fan, I'm concerned, like, shoot, man, it's, that this is a guy that you were going to kind of build around. Now, I understand he's not playing well, but, man, I, I didn't see this coming, Chris, at all with Peppers. I thought this would be uh, – he would be extended sometime this year, yeah. and then, but based on his play and then lack of playing time, man, holy cow. It's like we're starting over there, bud. Jerry, nobody saw this coming with the whole damn defense. Right, right. Nobody saw I, – I it's not just me, Jerry Foley, some fan – NFL, you know, experts around the league, people, you know, who are NFL network and, and people just, you know, do this for a living analysis and this. nobody saw this coming, dude. No, nothing. Nobody. Mm-hmm. And this is why I put it on Twitter this morning. I, I, I'm in the gym this morning. I'm saying to myself, I'm thinking about the game a little bit, you know, I know we're going to do the podcast and all that stuff. And I'm saying to myself, you know what? You think maybe like the defense could go out? Look, the offense is decimated with injuries. Oh, brutal. Now it looks like Shep might not be able to go somewhere. Oh my God. We'll see the official. I'm sure he's going to be questionable. He aggravated that hamstring. 
Yeah. I saw on Wednesday he was fine. All of a sudden, Thursday's on the injury report. He obviously he obviously did something with the hamstring again Thursday, right? Slayton's question mark again with the with the hamstring. We all know Galladay's out. We know Tony's out. I mean, Barkley we know is out. Andrew Thomas is out. I mean, so I'm thinking this morning, Jerry, and I'm saying to myself, well, I'll tell you what. Look at the defensive side of the ball, and they've had one injury. And it was a key one, don't get me wrong, with Blake, right? Come on, but come on, right. But come on. How about you guys step up and stop at the cliches and stop coming out with the uniform after the game and saying, I'm going to be responsible here and all that stuff? Because the fans don't want to hear that crap anymore, you know? Right. right. How about you go out and steal a game? What I mean by stealing a game is how about you go out and win a 17-14 game? Right. Could right. that be? I mean, am I asking too much? No, be the reason for a win when you're all, when it's clear. Like, it's it's one thing to say, all right, next man up. But you look at offense, dude. You look at the offense. Okay, the next man up is going to be like uh, Dante Pettis and David Sills, folks. May prob- may get activated this week. If all those receivers are out, you're going to have guys in there like, right, right. You're going to have backups to backups to backups. <coughs> Barkley's out. Um, you know, Thomas. It, it's like, yeah, defense. With one injury, can you win a game? Can you win right. a game against a skittish quarterback who looks more like the Jet than he does the Panther right now? This right. is probably the game you should win, guys. Right, well, and no Christian McCaffrey. I know, no. right, right. Thank you. Right, and and, and, and you know, no Donald, uh, Donald and Robbie Anderson. They're they're like on two different planets right now. Yeah, what's he, that he had, all about? You know, he's got like fifty targets and twenty. Ca- I don't know what's going on there. Okay, yeah. uh, you know, he's got basically DJ Moore. And Donald's using his legs, but this is like like we just said, Jerry. No McCaffrey. Uh, Donald's totally regressed since McCaffrey's been out. He's been right. okay. He's, he's, typical Sam. He's been great at times, horrific at times. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's still got seven picks, seven touchdowns. You know, I know the first few weeks they played mediocre teams. Everybody was getting excited, but the excitement's over in Carolina now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how about the defense? Who's healthy? They're healthy, Jerry. Right. They're a healthy unit except for Blake. One guy, right? I get it. He's a big part. But they're basically a healthy unit. Right. The second day, who's like the fifth most highest, fifth highest paid in the league, highest paid unit on our team, the Giants. Look at me. Doing nothing. So how about they step up, you know? Yeah. So this is what you're asking for. Now, will they? I don't know. They show no signs of it, Jerry, at all. Did they come out with a little extra fire? I would hope so. They're one and five. You know, Judge, if they, Jerry, if they care and love Judge so much as like they, they love to say, you know, the cliches, oh, no, our coach is great. We love playing for him. You know, they go out there and give that extra, bro, and win a game for the dude, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. are you expecting much out of the offense? No. Zero. zero. I mean, not zero, but geez. Like, how, do you, how do you overcome that? I, I don't know. Well, you, look, Jerry, you have to make some adjustments. You got to do different things. You got to try to get 17 to 20 points on the board, just yeah. like the Browns did last night. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, with, with all the – he's going to – there's going to be so many receivers out there that, you know. It's gonna be, Jerry, yeah. 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 No, you're asking a lot. But it's – you know, it's that's why these coaches get paid the big bucks, brother. You yeah. got to do different things. You got to make it work, Jerry. Yeah. Now, here's where depth comes in, too. The Browns put in the right tackle last night with Conklin can't go. He plays a solid game. We put in Matt Pert. He gets blown up first play of the game. Nate Sola having a bad year. I mean, he's struggling, Nate, right? Yeah. Death. Difference in teams, brother. Yeah. 
The Cowboys lose Collins, their right tackle through a suspension for six games, five games, whatever it was. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what happens? Steele steps in. He's playing solid, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, this is the difference. General managers, depth-wise, you know what I mean? All that stuff. But, Jerry, get back to the original point. How about the defense step up, hold Carolina to 13, 14 points, maybe yeah. just get by with 17, 20, right, Jerry? Yeah. How about setting up the offense in plus territory? How about that? Am I, asking, am I spitballing here? Am I asking too much, Jerry? No, no, no. And this is a game where I think if you're judge, you – yeah, you don't go for it on your own 41. I think you play this one a little more conservative. You're not going against the Chiefs. You're not going against the Buccaneers. You're not going against a high-powered offense. Going against Sam Darnold, no McCaffrey. And like you said, a receiving core, you know, Anderson, who's not on the same page as him. So, yeah. look, and, and this is a week where a judge has to, like, coach 100% too, right? There can't be wasting timeouts. There can't be mistakes made from him. Like, this is where, dude – the, the season's already be unraveling. This is the week where it could just completely become unglued, come unglued when yeah. you look at the next teams on the horizon. I mean, what, yeah. if you lose this week, when do you see a win? Yeah, and, and if you get embarrassed at home again, who, who, who feels the after effects? Not going to be judged, I can tell you that. But who does? If they, don't, if they get 240 yards, Jerry, and lose a 17-13 game and all that crap, or, or if they get the doors blown off, Jerry, like a 28-13, 28-10 game. Yeah. And if and the fans are gone by halftime, and there's only gonna be like 50,000, 60,000 fans there in the first place, I'm sure. Yeah. Jerry, who does anybody feel like we talked about last week at the Shrapnel game? Does anybody feel that? Does Marrick get so pissed off that he says, I'm making a change? Now here's another question I have for you too, Jerry. You right? Yeah. Training deadlines in two weeks, November oh. 2nd, 4 p.m. The way this season is going, Dave is gone. Oh, excuse me. Resign. Okay? <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you really want this guy messing around with the trade deadline, dude? If, if there's a trade button in the, in the at, at 1925 Giants Drive, I want it locked. I don't want him touching it unless it's to get more picks. And that has to be a consensus with the whole organization. I don't want Judge making – or I don't want him get him making any decisions on his own. So if you're looking to trade Peppers, if you're looking to trade Ingram, you're looking to trade whoever – I want a group getting together saying, does this make sense for the future of the organization? I don't want him saying, the first thing you say to John Mara is, hey, the draft pick next year, you ain't touching those. You're not trying to improve this team. We're going to be selling. So I guess I would let him sell, but it's got to be a a, a group effort here. Right, right. You could sell, try to get some more picks, but I'm doing something stupid by trying to acquire a play to save his butt, you know, and give up picks or something like that. No way. Absolutely not. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, we all. Because yeah. you know, Dave is sitting there like, I got to save my butt. Yeah. I'm done. I'm right. gone. You know what I mean? Right. So that's what that's the concern, man. I have right now, leading up to November second. I have to be honest with you. I don't want this guy mess. I don't want this guy messing with anything. I don't want him anywhere near the 2022 draft. They're gonna have two high picks. You know, one is one's gonna be the Giants' high pick, hiding in the bed, as it looks like, right? Isn't that I mean, amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want this guy anywhere near, which could possibly be two top 10 picks. I don't want him anywhere near it. Right now, I think it's 5 and 15. Um, I got another <laughs> question. Along, those, along that, those lines, Chris, now, we don't – I mean, I hate getting into this now. But because of the turmoil, because of everything happening, say, okay, you're Joe Judge. Now, if Joe Judge goes to John Mara and says, I want this guy, John Mara's – I mean, if you're John Mara, you're going to be like, yeah, slow down, Joe. We're sellers, right? Like, you don't let anyone – anyone acquire players for picks, right? 
know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, uh, I hope I hope it's a group, Jerry. I hope it's a lot of people discussing, including Judge. Okay. Uh, I don't want. I just hope nothing stupid comes out. No, of I guess, but I'm, wor- I'm worried really that don't. like I'm worried like not the Judge would, but if Judge said, "Hey, we can get this guy for our second round pick," if I'm John Mara, I'm like, "Yeah, slow down, Joe. We're not doing that this year, right?" I mean, yeah. okay. Because I don't know what so, Judge's future is either. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, Jerry, I hope so. But you know what, Jerry? We still got a lot of ball left as far as you saw some half-ass effort last week, right? Mm. What if it gets really ugly the last four or five games? What if guys start complaining? What if guys start tanking it? That's a reflection on the head coach now. Yeah, it is. And now right. John wants to blow it up, which he better, right? General manager. Now, now you... I hate to say it, Jim, but now you got to sulk that. Well, is Judge our guy too? And and you're going to look at a new GM coming in, and you're going to make. Are you going to make the same mistake that the Jets made, and force a, a coach on a GM? And I'm not. I don't want to compare Judge and and what was it? It was Rex Ryan with Idzik, right? It was Rex Ryan with Idzik, yeah. John Idzik. You know, I don't want to compare Judge to Rex Ryan, but it's the same exact scenario. Are you going to bring someone in? And, and you're going to force Judge and Daniel Jones on him and say, all right, well, here's the great part about this GM, Judge. We're a complete shit show, but you're in New York, and if you win, and you win a championship, you're, you're immortalized for life. Okay, that's the good part. The bad part is we're going to tell you, you know, who our quarterback is and our head coach. I don't, <laughs> GM might be like, uh, no, yeah, I'll, I'll pass, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, G- yeah, no question. You know, you might target a few guys. They're like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Right. You know? <laughs> so this is a really going to be interesting 12 games, Jerry. Uh, I'm sorry, Jerry. What are they? One and five? Uh, Eleven games. You know, it's gonna be real interesting. Eleven games, dude. Um, and and this locker room. What are we gonna be looking at? How these guys are playing, hard You know, effort wise. Is it close? You know, is it reasonable? You know, hard fought games. Um, you know, and you're gonna see who does anybody check out? Because that all be reflection on the coach, man. You know, and, and I hate to say because now here we are. Who would have thought we'd be talking about this? But this is a big game, 11 games for Judge, because if guys start checking out, they start getting their doors blown off in games, Jerry, right? It's it's like, you know, well, the general manager is going to be gone. Now, what do we do? Do we want to wipe the whole thing out again? You know, which they don't want to do, but they're not going to have a choice, dude, as far as the general manager goes. And and you can't half-ass it, right? Like, I, I felt like, you know, even when we brought, when we kept Dave Gettleman and brought Judge, it was, all right, well, I, I understand this, but... We're kind of doing the same thing we did with Reese and, and, and Coughlin. Now it would be, it would be, I mean, entirely different. You'd be getting rid of the GM and then saying, "Okay, next GM, here's your coach." And like you said, if if the Giants pack it in, <laughs> some of these veterans, it's a reflection on Judge. I, I it, this is so far beyond what we expected. I didn't expect a juggernaut by any means, oh, but I expected the defense and Judge to not be a problem and and work out and. Uh, Whew, you could argue that the offense has been the highlight short of the injuries. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame too, Joey, because, you know, you, you know, Tony was really breaking out, you know, yeah. and, and he's a number one pick. And the kid was, the kid's dynamic, bro. Yeah. You know, Joey, I always, I'm looking at his feet. I'm looking at some of the routes he was running last week and the week before when he had the big game, you know? Mm. And I always said this, Jerry, right? We always talked about this. I always said, listen, when Odell was in his prime a couple of years ago before the injuries, you know, I see he's banged up again now, you know? Yeah, shoulder. But when Odell was in his prime, I always said this, Jerry. I said, there isn't a guy on this planet that could cover him one-on-one. That's right. Like, I, don't, I don't care who it is. Right. He's that good. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. I tell you what, Jerry. I'm not going to go there yet. I know. He's too young. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot to prove. 
But you look at the, some of the routes, Kadarius runs, and the way his feet shift. Dude, I want to see in the future now, okay? Yeah. Yeah. When he comes back this year, hopefully he's back. He really messed up that ankle, by the way. Hopefully he's back after the bye or something, right? Or, or latter part of the year. Or even if it's next year, right, Jerry? And he's healthy. I want to see the guy, dude. And I'm talking about even the Alexanders. Forget about Diggs. He toasted Diggs twice on moves against that Cowboy game. Uh, don't, please, I'm not putting Diggs in the Jahal Alexander class yet or the Jalen Ramsey. He's not even near there, okay? I know Dallas fans, though, they think they got you know, Dion. Please, okay? I want to see the guy, Jerry, that man, press man. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about press release. I'm not talking about off-ball, off-man. I'm talking about press man and cover Kadarius, Jerry. Yeah. Remember I said that, dude, because... I look at some of the things this kid is, has done before the injury, and I'm like, dude, how do you cover that route? How do you cover that? Yeah. He, you know, he does a shake route. Like, how do you cover that? Right. The way he shifts, I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that is going to be fascinating when he gets back. I want to see the guy I could cover him one-on-one. Now, the, I was going to say, the most amazing aspect for me with him is his ability when he catches the ball to feel where the, the defender is and shift the other way. I, that's instinct. I don't know how the hell you teach that. Uh, that kid's just a weapon, dude. Yeah, and just we keep saying weapon. it like, could have used him first couple games. I know I know he was coming back from COVID, and I know, okay, but that wasn't the excuse. The excuse was, well, he's not ready, you yeah. know, not ready yet, and with the, with the yeah. playbook. And okay, well, okay, pretty okay, dynamic. <laughs> look, Jerry, uh, I hate to second guess that, although we look at it like, come on, man, you mean he's not up to date? What are we doing here? You know? Right. Because I'm, look, Jerry, I'm not there Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to second guess coaching staffs when they say, listen, this kid's not ready yet. Yeah. Because what they do is they practice, Jerry. And if he's running a wrong route, oh, he's not sure of his responsibility on this one play. Yeah, you can't put him out there, dude, yet. Yeah. You know, until he knows the playbook inside and out, until he knows what the hell he's doing out there. Right. Because he could blow up a game. I get it. I do. It was getting frustrating, though, right? They're like, come on, he's not up to speed yet. What are we doing here, you know? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, when the injuries happened, he was up to speed. He was getting 60 snaps, right. you know? Right. And you saw what the kid could do. So he, he's going to be a dynamic weapon down the road. No question about it, you know? But this week, Jerry, you know, Galladay, the hyper-extended knee, he's out. The new injury, I should say the old injury that has appeared again, reappeared with Shep with the hamstring. He looks like... I don't know if he's going to go. Slayton is going to probably be game time. Like last week, I saw him working out. He looked fine. <clears throat> Inactive. Why? Because I could look on the field and say, oh, he's moving pretty good, you know? But, Jerry, I- I'm not Slayton. He might he might still feel a little something in that hamstring. Where t- Darius, you're right. I-, I still got this little thing. Shut him down. Because if he aggravates it, Jerry, he's done for six weeks. So let's pretend Shepard, Slayton, they're all out. Oh. Our number one receiver is is is, is, is Johnson or Pettis? <laughs> Jerry, who is it? It's not number one now. And I, and I, I don't look know. at Colin Johnson. You're looking at Pettis. You're looking at John Ross. He's questionable. John Ross. I guess he's our one. So, Jerry, you know what you have to run the offense through? You ready for this concept? Ready yeah. for this mind-boggling statement I'm going to say? <laughs> the tight ends. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, Caden Smith. Yeah. We're going to have to do a lot of things with the tight ends. Yeah. Uh, you know, there is a position out there called the tight end, right, Jimmy? Right, and, and Garrett used to love to throw to him back in the day. Loved it. So, I mean, I didn't mean to do it to Daniel this week. 
But Kyle Rudolph popped up. Mm. Uh, I think one somebody in the media asked Daniel, "Did you see Rudolph on this one play?" I don't even I didn't even see it. Supposedly Rudolph might have been open. Daniel didn't see him, right? Mm. I don't remember the, the damn play. I really don't. I don't even know if the guy in the media was even right. He might have been looking up his ass. I don't even know. <laughs> so I had to do it. I, I'm sorry. It wasn't meant for Daniel. This was meant for the organization when they read the transcripts. So I asked Daniel. I said, Daniel, speaking of Rudolph, yeah, you know uh, he is a big red zone target and he was brought here basically for the red area and i didn't mean to do the daniel because i love daniel man i really do yeah but i said to him i said why aren't you getting the ball more to him and daniel gave the answer uh, why i'm sorry i said why isn't he more of a target i didn't mean to directly shoot at daniel yeah so daniel said you know he looked at me and he said well i have to do a better job getting the ball daniel's gonna take this one right he's gonna he's gonna drop he's gonna drop on the grenade that's the type of kid he is right mm-hmm. but that was my way of telling the organization what are you a bunch of effing idiots <laughs> uh, garrett you know like you brought him over here and nobody's scheming this guy at all and look look and i get is he the same kyle rudolph from 10 years ago eight years ago speed wise shifted no but he is still six five right and Kyle still is getting frustrated. He wants to be more involved. He's pissed off. He's not going to say it, but I know it. He's well, pissed off. Well, that, that goes to show you, like, under Shermer, I, 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 guys, I'm not, I'm not opining for Shermer to come back, but Shermer's offense was better than Garrett's, and, and he got more out of Daniel Jones. Under Shermer, Caden Smith was a thing. He was a target. Oh, we don't even, I mean, forget about Rudolph and Ingram. We don't even get to, the, like, Caden Smith doesn't get the ball at all. He doesn't even they don't utilize the tight end at all. It's just amazing to me. Cause, remember, how many, yeah. remember how many catches he had on the Shermer? Yes, right. <laughs> and I think he, he was the third tight end under Shermer, too, because it was Red Ellison and, and Ingram. So, right. I don't know. Uh, it's just mind-boggling, dude. So, I mean, it's just that's where we are. And, and look, it was pretty funny, Jerry, because we were talking about the pressure last week with Jones, with Purdy and sold him and all that. So, I put something on Twitter about, well, you know what? Get him out of the pocket then. Do naked boots. Right. Do maxes. Do right. what you got. What do you, and Garrett this week in his press on Thursday goes, well, I got to get him outside the pocket more. So which goes to show you, they listen to the podcast, Jerry, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, they're reading the, the efforts. So, no, no. No, you know, dude, I, I listen. I, I, it wouldn't stun me if, if everything everyone says gets to them, put it that way. Oh, you know, they read everything. But, yeah, but right. the, the point being is like, like, dude, it's simple. It's not rocket science, dude. Get him outside the pocket more. Get him at it. Do do some early screens. Do some max protects. I mean, right. if he's under siege, which he was last week against the Rams early on, right? Yeah. You can't just have him drop him back and let, you know. Now, what are you going to see this week, Jerry? He's going to be a total panic because of the offensive line situation, and Carolina's got a good front four, front seven. Even though Shaq Thompson's not playing, but he still got a front. Right, they could get to the quarterback. Hassan Riddick, who had about 35 sacks on the Giants last year in the Arizona game. He's playing against them Sunday, right? So what are you going to see, Jerry? You're going to see those quick curls again. You know, he's going to have to get rid of the ball out of his hand fast, and we'll see how we adjust. But Riddick, I think, has what, six sacks already this year? Six and a half. And yeah. one, I think he signed a one-year $6 million deal, something like that? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, so. You know, that's what you're going to see in the offensive. So, to me, the defense has got to do some things. they got to get some turnovers and a plus. Hey, you know, you could even shock us. Get a, a, how, about a, how about a defensive touchdown? You know, Whoa. you want to shock us? Whoa. You know what I mean? Imagine that. How about a, hey, Jerry, better yet, how about a special teams play? 
That'd be nice. Probably have 35 guys on a roster for just for special teams. And Judge is a former special teams coach. Would be nice. So last week you had a special teams penalty on Cam Brown. You had a fake punt that was executed beautifully if it wasn't for uh, uh, the negation penalty, right? right. So I don't know what to tell you, dude. Uh, Just nothing is working. It's funny, dude. I watch, um, you know, you watch other teams and they block punts. It's like, when's the last time we had a pump block? (laughs) Yeah. It's Carolina had one last week. Right. Against Minnesota. I, yeah. and, 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 and what's sad as a Giants fan, you don't even expect it. You're like, oh, nah. yeah, may as well be just nah. a brick wall in front of that punter because we ain't getting to him. You know, and judges from the Belichick system where, you know, Bill likes to do some fake punts. He does, he, you know, he'll do stuff like that. You know, you saw one last year, you know, you don't really see, you know, you figure you try to spark something, right? Right. We'll see if it happens this week. Um, you know, and we'll get into when we get into the picks where we think this game is going to go. But, you know, but it's, uh, Jerry, like you said, dude, after this is what? Kansas City? Kansas City, Tampa, you got the Raiders, 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 Tampa. Uh, Raiders got a nice little team, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, it looks like they're going, you know, us against the world mentality down there in Vegas where, you know, they lose their head coach and yeah. now we'll show the world, you know, we're going to keep it going, you know? Yeah. They like, they love that Capisaccio guy. Uh, and who's after that, Jerry? Tampa. Oh, oh, yeah, Tampa. No, that should be an easy one. <laughs> You know, Brady's Brady's gonna be on a mission just to show the Giants how lucky they you know they got last year by keeping it a game, you know. So he'll look to humiliate them, you know. Unreal. All right. Uh before we get to questions, anything else, dude? No, that's it, man. That's, yeah, that's nothing it. else to discuss. All right. Uh Nick Labella's first up. Do you see uh, so we've talked about trades. Chris, do you actually see us making any trades by the deadline? We yeah. should absolutely be sellers this year. I think you might, yes. I do think you're going to see um, something happen. Yeah. Um, guys, I would keep an eye on is Peppers and Ingram. Not Shepard. No. Okay. Unless you heard something, Jerry. Did you hear something? No, I heard nothing. I just threw, oh, okay. I just threw it out there. I, I was going to say, out. what the hell did you come up with that? One? I thought maybe you were dropping a bomb on me there. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, just, I, I got to read this one because it's funny. Sal, New York. Is this the most confusing roster ever built? We pay money to tight ends we don't use. We carry two fullbacks that hardly play fullback. And a quarter of the roster is guys that only play special teams. And our special teams are nothing special. <laughs> Hashtag Buffoon Crew. Sally, not really a question, but my God, that's funny. Good it Lord. Fun, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is a good question from Just Gill at I Am The Real Gill. I love this question. Hey, guys, I think we can all agree that major change is needed. Do you think the recent rush of injuries will be used as, as an excuse not to make changes? No. Yeah. It's not enough, right? Next man up. Dave, John Mara, if this season goes 4-13, 5 wins, 4 wins, whatever it is, John Mara is no dummy. He knows the fan, they, will, they will be burning the building down if they keep Gettleman. I'm telling you that right now. Hey guys from UK, this is NHS Giants fan. Great pod as usual. Have we overrated the secondary significantly last year due to Leo's play last season? Now that he's not getting sacks, are the secondary exposed and are not as good as we thought they were? Good question from the UK. No, no. Bradbury played really well. Uh, look, it's not like it wasn't like it was the fearsome force of last year. They had 60 sacks. Fearsome force. You know, uh, I mean, look, Bradbury played much better. Yeah. Um, they, they, <laughs> What they did in his zones responsibilities was so much better. Yeah. Logan Ryan was better. Peppers was better. Um, who am I missing, Jerry? Uh, you know, uh, 
they got they got pressure up front more with Sony's like guys like Frank Willibur and Leo, obviously. Well, I think we thought McKinney was gonna oh, do something yeah. spectacular. Okay. You know what? But in all, all fairness to the kid McKinney, yeah, Harry, right. Just to get into him a little bit, yeah. in a second. Dude, he's playing deep safety like most of the time. Yeah, right. He's just playing that center field like free safety a lot. Right. Uh, you know, and he had a couple of picks last week. I get it. You know, not that it was big impact things, but um, to me, it seems like at times that he's not really put in position to make more of an impact. Yeah. You know, um, so it's not like the kid has been bad, you know, uh, but he's, he's kind of playing that like, you know, like that free safety type role, center field type slash half safety role. You know, he's, um, so, but but forget about McKinney because he was hurt last year. Just guys I mentioned that played really well last year are not playing. And then you thought by signing in a Dory Jackson that was right. going to even solidify the secondary more. Right. And he hasn't been good. Yeah. Kyle Johnson at Kyle Johnson three. I know you both don't want to discuss this, but since the team will hopefully lose every game this year, there you go, Kyle. That's the spirit. And a new GM will be hired after the season. Which situation will be worse for the new GM? Gettleman when he when leaving or when Reese when he left and Gettleman took over? So that's interesting, right? So if you're a GM coming in, Chris, Chris Bisignano's coming in to run the organization, finally. You want to take over. Would you have wanted to take over four years ago or would you want to take over right now? Just curious. Um, oh, probably four years ago. I would pick my own quarterback and... Yes. To Quentin Nelson at number two, and so all, to, all, all to, those good things. To Kyle's point, <laughs> we are more of a shit show now than four years ago. I think that's what he's getting at. Oh, is that what he's getting? Okay, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, great question, Kyle. Don't ever change, buddy. Um, let's see. Oh, here we go, Carrie Feliciano. I may have asked this a while back, but now that Gettyman's job is all but gone, if it were possible, how much would you guys be willing to trade? to get Bill Belichick as your GM. I'd personally go as far as a first this year and next year, assuming Kraft is willing. Who asked that? Carrie Feliciano. Carrie, I can tell you this right now. I would never trade for Belichick to be a general manager. Not in a million years. I would trade for him to be a head coach. Okay. I would not trade for him to run the whole show. No. I would not. Have you seen their drafts the last four, five, six years? Put it this way: Tom Brady covered up your draft. Tom Brady covered up a lot <laughs> all those years, and, and Bill's in charge of the drafts. Yeah, just think about that. Don't forget how much Brady covered for having no receivers, basically the last four or five. And Belichick's a great defensive mind, and he's one of the best coaches ever. Do it, but I would not. I'm, I would not want him running the whole show. No. I'm sorry. Here's a good question from the Chode Man. Judge talks about utilizing personnel to maximize their skill set. Wouldn't it make sense to move Peppers to a full-time hybrid linebacker, which will add speed to that grouping and maybe avoid him having to cover a receiver in the slot? Thanks as always, guys. Well, he does play hybrid a lot, but then he less. You know, look, less. This is what I mean about how this how this ship is just the submarine. <laughs> It's like sinking. Yeah, right, right. And Joe. taking water in. Okay, all right. I should say the submarine is taking water in. Okay. <laughs> what the hell was Peppers doing in the slot as we covering Cooper Cup? Oh, it's insane, insane. Seeing that twenty nine snaps led the team in the slot against one of the best slot receivers in the game. I just look at that, Jerry, and I said, "What are we doing?" Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> when it rains, it pours, Jerry. We'll go a when few more. We'll you know go, what? Yeah. Peppers is the type of guy. Well, you know, he's just you can't put him out of slot ISO against somebody because he he's just a liability in coverage right now. And not that he was ever really good covering. And you put him up in a box, and then you know that's his best position is up in that box. Um, so I, I don't. I gotta be honest with you, Jerry. I don't see him back next year, which was amazing because I wanted to do to get re-signed last year. <laughs> yeah, know? no, we all did. We all did. We thought he was a guy you'd build around. Um, let's see. By the way, Shepard and Slayton and, and Ingram are all questionable. For, for awesome! Wow, great, cool. Doesn't yeah. So, so our number one receiver is maybe John Ross or Dante Pettis hmm. or Colin Johnson. Guys, David Sills may play Sunday. For those of you wanting to see David Sills, this may be your week. So, this may be your week. I mean, if he doesn't play this week, Chris, I, you know, I don't think he's ever going to play. One good thing, Jerry, uh, John Ross is not on the injury report. Yeah. Like, so I guess he's good to go. Dude. There you go. He's our number one. Wow. Whew. How the mighty have fallen. Elizabeth Contreras. When will we see Brightwell? So many other rookie running backs around the league making an impact. I remember you guys liked how he runs. Yeah, he, I don't want to like. Sorry, sorry, Eli Penny, but he shouldn't be the second option behind Booker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get, I get the third and one to Penny. I get the fourth and one. But can you play the kid? They were one in five. What difference does it make at this point? No. I I thought we would see more of him last week, Jerry. I know. I I, I really did, but we didn't see him. Oh, so and of course, then they fell behind. You know, then they fell behind, and it was basically a throwing game after that. You know, so yeah. look, if you want to excuse Garrett a little bit, okay, well they fell behind twenty-eight three, so you had to wing it every basically every throw. So that was one of the reasons why. Okay, yeah. but if it's a tighter game this week, which I kind of expect, you know, I, I kind of do. Maybe we're going to see more Brightwell this week. We'll go a couple more. Clippers underscore four underscore life. In the last five years, what's your least favorite pick we've had? For me, it's Eli Apple or DeAndre Baker. It's this was this is one for me that would change like based on how the team's doing right now. Like when I look back at what we got for Odell Beckham, I loved the haul we got. I loved it. And especially the way Peppers played last year. But taking okay, Dexter Lawrence played well last week. Okay. But he's a seventeenth overall pick. That that third round pick to me, I, I you know what? If you look at our, th- I'm going to do an article on this for the next issue. We have some of the worst third round picks in the league. Like, there's a curse with our third round, you know. And, and I, with all fairness to Matt Parrott, who hasn't, you know, really shown us that he can't play yet, uh, it, it's a long line of horrific third round picks since Mario Manningham. Like, that was the last one where it actually worked out. Uh, we, we've had some rough ones. So, Right now, O'Shane Zimenez is just in my crosshairs because he does nothing on this team. He doesn't do anything. Like, I'm dying for Kyler Fackrell to walk back into the door. Like, so, I know it's not a first-rounder, but Old Dominion in the third round, when you do that, you better be right. And Lorenzo Carter, too. Lorenzo Carter. Sam Beal was a third-round supplemental. The guy who got in the accident in 2010, LSU. Not his fault, but it was a third-round pick. Uh, Jones, I think. Um, or I, I forget what his name was. He was a safety from LSU. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chad Jones. Chad Jones. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we our third round picks. Demontre, Demontre Moore. Oh, he was a stud. Oh, right? he was, he was a stud. Oh, yeah, he was, was a, mo- the, the monster. Uh, all out of, all Odigizua. Out of Odigizua, third all, rounder. 
guy, oh, guy question whether or not he wanted to play. Not a good. I mean, if you look at our third round picks, Chris, they are disastrous. Disa- oh. And BJ Hill was a third round pick too, right? Him and the Carter were yes. two third rounders. Traded him in Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, this is why there's a lot of scouts in the building that they should they should go to the nearest church, sit down on the kneel on the pew and say, Jesus, thank you, Chris Bizignano is not the owner of the New York Giants. Right. Because if Chris Bizignano was the owner of the New York Giants, those scouts would be like over here. I'll be like giving them 20 bucks to wash my car in a car wash over by my house. That's what they'd be doing. Right. Because, Jerry, you're, you just said you're going to write an article. You just discussed just the third-round picks. Yeah. Um, there's there's more third round. Jay Bromley's another one I thought of. Well, you might be right. Yeah. Yeah, I think you are right in that one. No, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, the third round, yeah. we're cursed. What I'm saying is that, you know, it's not just the third round either, dude. Right. Right. You know what I mean, Jerry? Right. Yep. I mean, you look at the scouts, and we drafted a guy like that guy, Obaziza, Obaziza, whatever. <laughs> right? And he's like basically questioning whether or not he wants to play football anymore. Yeah. Ten minutes at the camp. Yeah. I mean, what are we, what are we doing? Did we have that question? Did we ask that question when we met with him, <laughs> like, or gave him a test? Did you go over with his coaches and people close to him? And go, yo, what's this kid's character about? Is he, is he an all-out effort guy? Is he loved his sport? You know, I mean, this is what I mean, Jerry. Parcells used to say he would ask kids, "What are the three most important things in your life?" And he would say, football didn't have to be one. It didn't even have to be two, but it better be three. He said, you can put God and family above it. Go ahead. You can put football first. He didn't care, but it better be, it better be in the top three things. And uh, yeah, that, that when you see a situation like that, dude, it's like, what, what due diligence did you perform on, on that draft pick? All right, a couple more. Um, a lot of defensive questions. Oscar Nieves, we'll go with this one. Is there anything that can be done at this point to address the tackling or lack thereof. I feel it's the biggest difference between one and five and three and three. P.S. Love that Jerry called out the fake Giants fan who only cared when the team is winning. Um, I mean, tackling, Chris, like it's just, it's as Banks would say, it's effort, right? It's will. Will, there you go. Thank you. Will. Yeah. It's all about want to. Will. Yeah. And if your technique's getting a little sloppy, like a baseball player in a box, his... Maybe I'll go, he gets out of whack in a box a little bit. He has to work. On, okay, so you work on a little bit better with the technique. But tackling is about will. Yeah. Like you saw Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill break five tackles, right, Jerry, in the Saints game? At least five. Did you see Will there, Jerry? Yeah, no. Did not you see the, Will? Not on his side, not on the Giants, right. <laughs> no, sorry about outside. <laughs> I saw plenty on his side. <laughs> I mean, he was really willing to get to that end zone. Right. It's about will and want to and yeah. attitude. Yeah. That's tackling. Technique, obviously, you got to, these are professionals, though. If your technique's a little out of whack, then you got to work in that. But it's most about will. Okay. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't see the will, dude. Matter of fact, I haven't seen it since week one. I haven't seen it all year. Okay. The point yeah. of attack tackling is horrific. Yeah. Edge tackling, horrific. We'll go two more because it's a good one. Danny B, if Daniel Jones was in McVay or Shanahan offense over the last three years, would there be any doubts about his ability as a quarterback? How much is the lack of talent early on in recent play calling to blame for him still having question marks over him? Well, obviously, Jerry, right? I mean, they got him some weapons this year. Now they're hurt. You saw what the kid could do when he had some weapons, right? 
You saw him to kick the under, under and, and better year under Shermer, too. And, and you know what? You, you look at, okay, if it, would he be good under McVeigh's system? Okay, well, I'll tell you what Sean McVeigh has. And Sean's a great offensive mind. I love Sean McVeigh. I think he's a great offensive mind. I think he's a great coach. But he also has Andrew Whitworth, yep. Brian Edwards, Brian Allen, Rob Havenstein. They get up four sacks. Point being was what, Chris? They got offensive line. <laughs> right. Whitworth, who's not too old, guys. They built up offensive line. Right. Oh, so you look, look at Kevin Stefanski over there. So what are they doing one year that Kevin's there? One year, they draft Jadrick Willis. They bring in Jake Conklin. Wyatt Teller is one of the best guards in football. They, right? they bring in a veteran, J.C. Treader at center. Joel Patino, the veteran, still playing solid left guard. Point being what? Offensive line. So when you have that, it makes your system work a lot better. So when that game against the Saints, where the offensive line was was pretty good in pass pro, right? Yeah. And they had their weapons, and Kenny was out there, and all kinds of crap was going on. How did Daniel look? Pretty like good, a franchise right? quarterback. What? Like a franchise quarterback. Pretty good, right, Jerry? Yeah. Beginning of the year when the pass pro was pretty good, he looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, look, uh, you know, I, I hate to say, well, if he was in Sean McVay's system. Okay, so I'll tell you what. Put our offensive line the way they looked last week <laughs> and put him in front and Sean McVay's system. And you'll see how Sean will have to adjust to a lot of shit, man. He's, he's going to throw his he's gonna throw his headset down a lot if he saw our offensive right, line. Right, he'll be slamming those headsets down a lot, you know? <laughs> One more. South Florida Steven. Hey, guys, been a diehard fan since the early 80s. This is definitely the first time I've truly stopped caring this early in a season. Gone from love to straight apathy. All I care about now is trading guys, the draft, and who will be fired. Yeah, join the club. Can you please give us something specific to look forward to? Well, dude, we talked about it last time. It's really, you're looking for young guys. You're looking to see how Judge reacts this week, how the team comes out, and will Judge play, will Judge pull veterans who he thinks are dogging it, right? So Judge is going to be tested over the next whatever amount of weeks or 11 weeks left. He's going to be tested by this team based on effort. And then if he is tested, will he, will he have the balls to pull them and, you know, is he going to play young guys at some point? Like, what's the point in just, you know, you're going to lose out. Okay, we're going to lose out. We stink. But let's see what we have with some of these younger guys. You know, get Cam, like I keep saying, get Cam Brown the hell out there rushing the passer. <laughs> Try it. Brightwell. There's there's guys still to evaluate here. Oh, Carter Coughlin. Carter Coughlin. I'm tired of talking about him. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm hoping to see, like, an Ellison Smith or Aaron Robinson. There's field. another one. Yeah, a third-round pick, Aaron Robinson, by the way. Got to watch oh, him. Oh, he's, he's jinxed. <laughs> Got to watch it. The second <laughs> they made that pick, I go, well, the, poor, uh-uh. the poor kid already had an injury, core injury, and I was going to come back from that. You know, there the it third-round jinx. Yeah. We haven't had a good third-round pick since Jason, uh, Justin Tuck. <laughs> yeah. I think Mar- I think the one I saw was Man- Manningham. And that that was oh, it. Manning. oh okay Manning. I forgot no, but you gotta look it. beyond it's it's yeah. it's chris it's really bad no, i'm gonna you know what i think gerald i think gerald jernigan was one like it's yeah. bad dude well, i'm bad. gonna type up i'm gonna i'm gonna actually be typing up these drafts on the gentleman i want to type them up again have them in front of me because uh you know if this gets ugly and towards the end of the year which you know we're almost into november you know amazing um i i, I kind of been saying this um, you know, the podcast, you might want, everybody might want to check out the podcast the, if this season keeps going the way it's going. But <laughs> yeah. at the end of the year and what exactly has happened here, you know. Um, and now, you know, Jerry, before we leave, you know. You, we have to pick still. You look at next, oh, I'm sorry, Jerry. Yeah, you look at next year and it's like, wow, the cap is pretty tight, you know. 
it's a mess right now, bro. Oh, you got to you got to hit on the draft picks. You have to hit on the draft picks. Hit on, and 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 can you sit here right now, Jerry, on October twenty second, and say and have confidence in Dave Gettleman hitting on ten draft? Uh, you know, four or five good ones next year. I have more confidence if I laid out all the prospects on the floor, my dog crapping on various draft picks throughout the rounds. I have more right. confidence in something like that. Something more go. random. There you go. Then. That, that's not a good sign. No, not at all. No. <laughs> By the way, when you lay out your draft picks, are you going to put this together in like a presentation for John Mara? So I say, John, here's what's happened. Here's how I can fix it. Close the door. Now you just can't leave. <laughs> Walk through the door. Now you can't leave, John. Well, uh, look, Jerry, um, look, um, a little sunny. We'll see. we'll see what happens, brother. You know, uh, we'll see what happens. I'll see what happens when at the end of the year, you tell me I'm out of the giant insider, Jerry. Why? Because I'm running the front office. <laughs> I'm running <laughs> vice president of football operations. <laughs> I'm right. Mike Mayock and going from, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, all right. I'm down 12. I only am down. T- <laughs> I lost two last week. Uh, all right. Last night. Uh, would you have taken the Browns last night, by the way? Just curious. Uh, I'm being totally honest. Yes, I would have. Yeah. Because Case Keenum's not a banana. He's not a tomato. No, he's not terrible. No. He's not nope. a tomato. Nope. Not at all. All right. Chiefs at Titans. That Monday night game was awesome, by the way. Watched it till the, the very end. Uh, I, I like that the Titans beat him. I got to be honest with you. Really? I did. Yeah, I was happy for him. I, happy for him. I, I, I like Vrabel. So do I, Jerry. I just love watching Derrick Henry, man. Yeah. I oh love them God, going monster. old school football. Uh, I love the way the Browns went old school football. I ran it right down their throat the last yeah. drive. Like, okay, just see if you can stop it. Go ahead. And yeah. I, loved, I loved when they do that with Derrick Henry. Like, Go ahead. Yeah. You know, see if you can stop him. Because we're here's gonna the, give here's the play. Points. Here's the play. He's getting the ball. Tr- stop yeah. it. Right. He's amazing, dude. Yep. So, Chiefs at Titans. Oh, I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, he's amazing. I like Vrabel. Oops. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> Despite that. I'm going to go Titans because I, I just think the Chiefs' defense is absolutely atrocious. Um, not that Tannehill's great, but I, for some reason, I feel the Titans in that one. Um, I'm probably wrong. Washington at Packers. Washington at Packers. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I own you. <laughs> um, uh, Green Bay versus the uh, Congress boys. Okay, so uh, yeah, I'm going right. to go with the Packers. I like the Packers, bro. Yeah, I, I like their squad. Packers. Now – Real quick, not to go off on a tangent, but all the first-round picks that they've made on their front seven and their defense stinks. Is that a coaching problem over there? Washington? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. This is another example, Jerry, of a team not living up to their baseball card or expectations, whatever way you want to look at it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because I'd be what's fr- going on? Yeah, I'd freak out if, you know, all that. All know what's that, going on in Washington. All that capital that they put in that Woo! front seven. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Bengals at Ravens. How good's Lamar Chase, by the way? Oh, my God. Chase is good. How, how good is Joe Burrow? Yeah. But you know what? How good is Lamar Jackson? Yeah, he's great. <laughs> Ravens. Mean, it's expected. Ravens. Ravens me too. You know, Jerry, I, you know, the Ravens have been fortunate a lot this year in winning games. And I said last week when they played the Chargers, I said, well, you know what? The Chargers are going to smack the shit out of them a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, okay. The Ravens destroy. I was shocked at that game. I know. I, I know. like the Ravens again, Jerry. Me too. Uh, Falcons, Dolphins. Yeah, Miami's a shit show, man. Uh, they really are. I'm going to go with – I'll still go with Miami this week, though, to pull out a tight one. I'll go with the Falcons. Uh, Jets at Patriots. 
Patriots uh, at home. Patriots. Eagles at Raiders. I got a bad feeling about this one. Yeah, a lot of people thinking, uh, a lot of people smelling upset with this one for some reason. But I'll stick with Derek Carr. It's Lane Johnson. Like when he plays, the record is so good, and he's back now. He's back. I don't know how much shape he's going to be in. He had a personal issue. Some, but, and by the way, dude, I, I, I don't believe in Jalen Hurts. If I'm them, I'm looking quarterback next year. Well, Sorry. There's a lot of whis- Look, Jerry, you're right. Look, there's a lot of whispers out of Philly. They don't, they don't really think he's the guy. Bro. I hope they think he is. I don't think they do. <laughs> That's a scary Because ball. he reminds me of a less accurate version of McNabb where he could throw the bomb. But the, the easy ones, dude, in the flat – it's just he sells them. It's it's amazing. Some of the easy yeah. ones he misses. Yeah, a lot of a lot of negative whispers coming out of Philly about Hurts. They're not they're not quite sure he's the guy. Well, I'm gonna call up the radio station in Philly, tell them how much I like Jalen Hurts, that they should okay. keep him as a pretend to be an eagle. I'll, I'll have a burner phone call. You, <laughs> you guys, we need to keep Hurts, guys. Uh, Lions at Rams. Bro, come on. Um. <laughs> okay, great. Rams. Bears at Bucks. Oh. Tampa. Yep. <laughs> like you said before, it's funny. We're going to have the higher pick than the Bears. Uh, Texans at Cardinals. Other team you love. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Easy one. No, oh, these suck, these games. Colts at Niners. Sunday night. Uh, I'm going to go with the Niners, Jerry. Yeah, me too. Um, Mon- not, not as many games. Yeah. Monday night, Saints at Seahawks. Um, Virginia, they... Seahawks almost took the Steelers the other night. Your boy Gino almost pulled it out. <laughs> My boy Gino. Yes. I'm going to go with the Saints, though. <laughs> yeah, me too. And finally, most important game of the week, 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 16W off the New Jersey Turnpike, Panthers yeah. at Giants. Yeah. Who do you got, well, Chris? I think it's going to be, you know, uh, uh, I don't think it's going to be, oh, well, I'm going to go with Carolina by about, Four to seven points. I'm going Carolina too. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be the same. I think it's going to be a close, frustrating game. Um, but the Giants will show enough and enough fight to where you're not questioning the heart of the team. You're just saying, wow, this guy, this team's really injured. Um, I, I think you will see some pride this week. Unfortunately, Chris, the offense is so depleted. I don't know how they can move the ball. I really don't. Yeah. Well, so Let's see if they can block a little bit up front. But I, look it's so depleted, like you said, Jerry. It's gonna be. I mean, who's the go-to guy in the receiver? You know, there isn't one. No, there's not. Um, tight ends are gonna have to be very involved. We'll see if Garrett does that. Could Booker and maybe Brightwell give him something on the ground? We'll see. Yeah. I think it's a case of what do we say, Jerry? Jerry defense got to get some turnovers, maybe even a touchdown, or at least set them up in plus territory or, or around midfield, whatever it might be. Yep. To win this game. Yeah. You know? um, hey, buddy. So. We'll see, guys. Well, they pressure Donald. Look, they pressure Donald. You know, they you know they pressure Donald. And, and I tell you, just two quick things before we yeah, leave, Jerry. Donald still could throw the ball. He, he'll still throw the ball out of Jersey. Okay, yes. he'll still make stupid decisions. And I, Jerry, you know, watching Carolina on film, uh, Phil Snow, their defensive coordinator, he loves to play man, dude. Yeah. And, and all I was thinking about, oh my God, why couldn't Kadarius and Kenny Galladay be playing in this? You know, especially yeah. Kadarius. You know. Yeah. Because A.J. Bowie, their slot guy, he's struggling too, man. And I, you know, and I was just like, oh, man, Kadarius could have went off in this game, you yeah, know? Yeah, And he was, he was starting to go off last week, Jerry, until he re- aggravated the ankle. You First know? drive, 36 yards, three catches. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and that's a much better, a little better secondary than 
Now I don't, you know, now it'd be interesting. If Stephen Gilmore plays. Remember him, the old Patriot. Yeah. He might play this week. Yeah. I mean, he's probably going to laugh. Who the hell is he going to cover? Is anybody really out there? <laughs> but that that'll be another. Yeah, look, Jerry, he's going to be like, just let me cover an area. It's going to be tough. To <laughs> it's not a zone. <laughs> it's going to be tough to score points, Jerry. You yeah. know, it really is. And those guys, you know, Burns and Hassan Riddicks and you know even the Derek Browns and you know uh, they, they could get after you a little bit, you know. So yeah, we'll see, dude. We'll see. All right, guys, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com or go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. Hang in there, guys. Win or lose, we'll be here Monday for therapy or a little bit of celebration. We'll see what happens. Sundays are giant days, guys. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.